On this week's episode, Matt and Lee take a trip back in time to talk about a killer of the Old West. Join us on this special edition of the 1086-108 podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the 1086 108 Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lee Alexander. And I'm Matt Taylor. And we are going off on a tangent this week. We're oh. looking at something different. What do you What do you got for us? Oh, we're going to go back to the Old West. Ooh. <laughs> well, that, that was pitiful. But... No, I know, but it's the best I can do. <laughs> but um, no, it's um, during my trip, I was out in the Old West and mm-hmm. saw a lot of stuff you, like that. You were out West and you saw... Or did you actually go back in time to the Old West? No, I was just out West. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I saw this stuff about these various famous outlaws. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so I figured that you and I would talk about one of those today, but um, it got me thinking about the the term serial killer. Mm-hmm. So um, I did a little research and there's contradicting statements throughout the internet who actually coined that phrase. And then the, the first one, as soon as you pull it up, it comes up with, um, what's that guy's name in FBI? Oh, Robert Riesler. Yeah, Robert Riesler. Um, apparently from the behavioral science unit uh, had came up with this phrase in the 1970s. Um, I'm not buying that. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, I, I just didn't buy it. So I started doing a little research, and there's contradicting stories throughout this research. But as far as I can find, uh, a guy by the name of Ernest Gannett uh, coined a phrase in 1930. Uh, It was uh, allegedly he coined a phrase in 1930. Mm -hmm. That has the same meaning as it does today. Correct. Right. Gotcha. So I found that interesting and I'm going like, holy shit, nobody can really identify who coined this phrase. And there's contradicting statements everywhere throughout my my research. So I thought that was interesting. So what we're looking at today then is people who technically, if their activities occurred today, Mm -hmm. they would be considered serial killers. Right. So this is a serial killer of the Old West. Correct. And who are we talking about? So we're going to talk about Henry McCarty. Okay. Do you think people know who Henry McCarty is? Well, wait are? a minute, because he has other names he goes by. I know, but I want to see how, give him a minute. Do, 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 do. Give him a minute, see if they can figure it out. All right, well. Do you know what it is? All right, go ahead. Tell all right, me. and so the other alias name he went by was William H. Bonney. <laughs> that should ring some bells. Because yes. that's, that's That rings more bells than uh, McCarty. But the other name will ring more. Yes, and we're going to go with the infamous Billy the Kid. All right. Um, and reading through this, um, the information we found, or I found, and maybe you as well, uh, this guy was a piece of shit, man. Right. Killed, it, what, uh, 21 people at least? Oh, yeah. And Some of them uh, law enforcement types? Yeah, numerous law mm-hmm. enforcement officers um, breaking in, or excuse me, yeah, breaking out of jail, not right. in jail. Breaking out of jail. So, yeah. So, let's talk about this cool cat that's dead. 
All right. Well, let's see. He was uh, – I thought one of the things that we found that was interesting, I mean, here is a famous name in the Old West, and it mm-hmm. turns out he was born in New York City. Right. And I again – That wigged me out when I saw that because I had no clue. Right. And again, we're talking about he's credited for 21 killings, um, but he's dubbed as a, you know – some cool guy back from the old west. Right. Know. And actually he's just a murder and yeah, a piece of junk. Yeah. So All right, so um so let's born in New York it. City. Right. Born either September 17th or November 23rd, 1859. Right. Uh they can't I guess confirm one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And um he's uh his dad dies when he's young. Right. And uh, so him and his younger brother, mm-hmm. I think his name was Joseph. Right. Um, it's just them and their mom, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go off on the adventure with some guy the mom meets. Right. They head out west toward Kansas, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Right. And then and they there, end up in New Mexico. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. They ended up, I think, uh, they went to a couple different Santa Fe for a while and then ended up in Silver City. Right. Yeah. But somehow or another, um, their mother passes away and both these boys become orphans. And then... Um, yeah, because the guy she was hooked up with called Butt. Right. Actually, just before she died. Right. So um, so Billy the Kid was an orphan at the age of 15. Right. Um, his first arrest was the age of... He was the age of 16, and that was for, um, I believe, stealing food. Right. Yes, at the age of 16. And then um, a couple of days, 10 days after that arrest, mm-hmm. he was um, he had robbed a Chinese laundry and arrested again. What do you rob from a Chinese laundry? I mean, it must have been money, I guess. I, yeah. Would you steal clothes? I mean, I'm not sure. <laughs> Chinese much? food? You know, if you're thinking about places to rob, <laughs> yeah, why? Why a laundro? The only thing I'm thinking is based on a lot of stuff you see. Um, the the Chinese immigrants back then were really like a second class citizen, mm-hmm. so maybe they, he figured it'd be an easy, you know, score, easy target. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he committed that, and then uh, he got popped for that, didn't he? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He got um, he got arrested for that, and then um, for somehow or, or some way he keeps escaping jail. Right. And he ended up um, fleeing to uh, New Mexico territory back then. Arizona territory. And then into neighboring Arizona territory. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a you know, and he's only fifteen years, sixteen years old. Right. So when he. Um, he flays, um, and then when he goes from New Mexico territory into Arizona territory, it makes him a federal fugitive at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, and at that time, that's when he took on the name uh, William H. Bonney. Right. And then he ends up going to work <clears throat> when he's there um, for Henry Hooker, who's one of the big names in the uh, Lincoln County Wars. Mm-hmm. And um, it's through that... Uh, that association that uh, he uh, gets involved in the uh, Lincoln County Wars himself. Right. And becomes a member of the Regulators. Right. Well, we all saw that. Well, Yeah, the if, movie. Yeah. 
So what the hell is that movie's name? So in August of 1877, um, he gets into an altercation with a blacksmith and ends up killing him. And then because, and there's a warrant issued for his arrest for there. And then he returns back to New Mexico where he joined the regulators. Right. Right. So that's pretty interesting. So a year later, they have their war. And that was a shit show in itself. Yeah, definitely a shit show. But, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, let's kind of back up a little bit. After returning to New Mexico, um, Bonnie got work as a cowboy for a while. He worked for uh, a guy named John Henry Tunstall. Um, and in Lincoln County, Tunstall and his business partner, a guy named McSween, um, they were against this other group that was uh, three other businessmen. And uh, these other three guys uh, kind of had a stranglehold on the county um, throughout the uh, early 1870s. Mm -hmm. um, and so in February of 1878, uh, McSween, who was Tunstall's business partner, he owed $8,000 to one of these guys. Mm -hmm. So that guy went and got a court order and asked the uh, Lincoln County Sheriff, um, William Brady, to attach nearly $40,000 worth of Tunstall's property and livestock. Well, when Tunstall... Um, heard about this posse being on his uh, property to take his, you know, livestock, he went out to meet this posse. Well, in the process, one of the posse members ended up shooting Tunstall in the chest and then gave, walking over him, shooting him in the head with his own gun. Right. Uh, so he ended up dead. And so that is what led to the initiation of the uh, Lincoln County Wars. Mm -hmm. um, and so this kind of led to a lot of things went back and forth now. I, we won't go into detail about it so much right now. All right, in 1878, there was the Battle of Lincoln. And, and throughout that, that was, again, where, you know, uh, representatives, the one group, come out fighting the other group. They ended up getting the newly appointed sheriff there, a guy named Pepin, Involved, he sent some snipers there, and uh, they ended up getting federal troops involved. And in the process, big gunfight uh, came about, and uh, McSween ended up getting killed. Right. Uh, so now Tunstall and McSween are both dead, and uh, so um, some of the regulators ended up fleeing out the back of this building and escaping, mm -hmm. and that kind of led on into the uh, the true. Uh, I guess, bulk of Billy the Kid's history as an outlaw. Well, where he started to become famous is when um, the Las Vegas, um, what was it called? The Las Vegas Gazette. That was it. The Las Vegas Gazette out of New Mexico and the Sun in New York City started carrying stories about Billy the Kid, and which actually started making him famous. Right. So that was kind of weird. I guess he felt he had to live up to his stories, maybe? <laughs> maybe. So um, in 1981, uh, a sheriff, famous Sheriff Pat Garrett, right, uh, captured Bonnie. And then uh, he was tried and convicted of Brady's murder and went sentenced to hang. In May of that year, 
Um, but he was able to escape in April the 28th, uh, and in doing so, killed two deputies and uh, evaded capture for more than two months. All right. After this, um, Pat Garrett was – Sheriff Pat Garrett was trying to hunt him down mm-hmm. and uh, – catch him and uh, bring him back in for the Brady case. And um, during this time, um, they came very close um, in catching him mm-hmm. uh, and got involved in a gun battle. Uh, some folks got killed, and but uh, Bonnie and some others fled right. and got away again. And uh, during this time, um, Bonnie ended up... Uh, going to Fort Sumner. And it was there that his final demise was going to occur with his last run-in with Pat Garrett. Right. So for almost three months after his escape, um, Pat Garrett got word that um, Bonnie was in the vicinity of Fort Sumner. Um, He had gone there to question uh, a residence by the name of Pete Maxwell who was a friend of uh, Bonnie's. Um, Maxwell and uh, Garrett sat there for several hours talking about it. And then around midnight, the pair was sitting in a darkened room. And at that time, um, Bonnie unexpectedly entered the room. Mm-hmm. So accounts vary from what happened that night. Um, it's some say that uh, Bonnie failed to recognize Pat due to the, excuse me, Pat Garrett due to the poor lighting in the room. And he drew his weapon and was backing away, asking, who is it? Who is it? Um, recognizing his voice, Pat Garrett drew his gun and fired two shots. Uh, the two shots struck Bonnie in the chest just above his heart, while the second, excuse me, one shot Bonnie in the chest above his heart. My bad. And then the second one missed. Um, Garrett's account leaves it unclear whether or not Bonnie died instantly or it took some time for him to die. So a few hours after the shooting, a local justice of the peace assembled of six people. Uh, the jury interviewed Maxwell and Garrett and Bonnie's body um, and uh, and the location of the shooting um, was all examined. The jury certified a body of Bonnie. And according to local newspaper, the jury foreman said it was the kid's body that was examined. Um, Bonnie was given a wake by candlelight. Uh, he was buried the next day, and his grave was denoted with a wooden marker. All right. So hmm. that was the day, July 14th, 1881, that uh, uh, Billy the Kid was killed, supposedly. Because all since that time, legends have abound. That he really didn't die that night, that right. Pat Garrett and him were really friends, and that uh, Pat Garrett helped him, you know, gain his freedom for a promise of going straight and that kind of thing. And um, there were also rumors that they, um, Bonnie had entered into an agreement to uh, testify against other mm-hmm. bad people at that time. Right. And, um, First, and he actually uh, did. Stool pigeon, I guess. Right. He actually <laughs> did and was uh, subsequently escaped. And then this was part of the whole dog and pony show when it came to Billy the Kid. Right. So it's kind of interesting. 
Yeah, we'll see that there, there's been several people to claim that they were really Billy mm-hmm. the Kid. They've refuted many of those uh, people's stories uh, through different means. So uh, I think uh, we can uh, pretty much uh, say that uh, old Billy the Kid died that day at the hands of Pat Garrett. Mm, he's only 21. Yeah. 21 years old, killed 21 people, at Damn. least. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. At least so the stories go. <laughs> now, one of the things we kind of, I guess, passed over was the fact that way back when, during this process, um, Governor Lou Wallace, who was a former general in the Federal Army from the Civil War, had issued a $500 bounty on uh, Bonnie. And after Pat Garrett killed him, um, he went to Santa Fe to collect the $500 reward. Right. And uh, the acting governor, a guy named Rich, uh, refused to pay the reward. Well, that's kind of like... Dick move. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) So what was amazing is over the next few weeks, residents of uh, several New Mexico towns... Uh, raised over $7,000 in reward money uh, for Garrett for his service. So that's pretty awesome. Then um, over a year later, uh, after Bonnie's death, the New Mexico territorial government uh, passed a special act granting Garrett the original $500 reward promised to him by Wallace. So he ended up getting like $7,500 for this. So back then, that's a shit ton of money. Yeah. You seven know. grand back then? Yeah. In the 1870s? Well, seven grand now is a ton of money. That's a shit ton of money. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that kind of ends the story of Henry McCarty, Billy the Kid, William Bonnie, whatever you want to call him. But it brings to light something that I don't know how, you know, if people really pay attention to the fact that. In reality, there were these, and apparently a large volume of what nowadays would be called serial killers in the Old West. Yes. It's just evil. Evil's always been around. People have been killing people forever. Right. And for a lot less than they do these days. Oh, yeah. You know, what was it, that one saying, uh, the, the one guy who once killed a man for snoring? <laughs> If that were the case, I'd have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. But, I mean, when you think about it, um, back then it was kind of like an almost, to some degree, an accepted way of existing. You know, you got a problem. You know, think about it. If you go back to revolutionary times and they used to do duels. Right. You know, yeah, you pissed me off. Let's go. go to duels. You know, now it happens in California and they send you to a quiet place. Get your special corner. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you're right. You, that's uh, over time. Um, I guess we got to label everything in society today. Mm-hmm. So serial killers and what Spree killers, mass killers. Right. You know, uh, why don't we just call them, you know, evil. Genocide, homicide. Yeah. Infant side. Uh, everything it? has a name. Familiacide, parental right. side. Uh, it's just ridiculous. But I understand that people want to make names for themselves and stuff like that. Billy the Kid did it with his guns. And today we have 
Democrats done it with their mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm kind of joking, but not really. <laughs> but uh, I think we should um, do some more research on some infamous Old West guys. Yeah. But, but think about it. During that time um, back then, in the, those days in the 1870s, the 1880s, you really didn't have a lot of crime or crime was handled different in the mm-hmm. larger cities, like in New York and stuff like that. But out West, it was the Wild West, and it was a free-for-all. Right. Um, well, well, you think about it, a while back we did a show on H.H.U.'s, who was mm-hmm. the U.S.'s first documented serial killer. But mm-hmm. in reality, he really wasn't. These people, you know, technically were the first serial killers. Right. You know, and they're documented because we've got the stories about, right. you know, what they've done. So it's you have to almost refocus your thought pattern mm-hmm. um, and and really look at some of the people that existed back then. Well, if you think about it, um, laws were different in territorial areas. Um, we'll use Deadwood as an example where. Um, well, Bill Hickok was killed. Mm-hmm. They had no law there. It was just a free-for-all town. Do as you want. You're right. Um, and then they would hold people accountable. But the reality is, is just, you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, the guy that killed Wild Bill was freed. They caught him immediately, and he was freed. He shot him in the back of the head. And wow. They had a trial a couple of two, three, eight days later, and he was freed. Well, you know, conversely, of course, when you look back then, they have a trial, and they take them outside, and they hang them. Right. Nowadays, you spend 46 years on death row. <laughs> I mean, come on. So that shows you again how society has changed right. over the years. No, you're right. You know, we've, we've gone backwards nowadays instead oh, it's, of— it's horrible today. You did If you're convicted of the crime, uh, you got to do your time. Right. If you're sentenced to death, why are we pissing around with that? Right. Um, public execution is no longer favored. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. But think about that is if you start publicly executing people that commit um, that's heinous, a deterrent heinous crimes and people see this and they're like, yeah, I'm out. I'm right. tapping out. I don't want any of that <laughs> shit. So it's 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 entertaining to say the least to go back and look how things were handled back then. Look how things are handled in the mid nineteen hundreds and in the way that things are handled today. Right. Look. I mean it's just it's again, it's just <laughs> It's just sad that, uh, you know, you can have people that uh, can commit, you know, not just one, but multiple murders. Mm -hmm. And I have to agree with the anti-death penalty people these days that, well, the death penalty is really not a deterrent because there really is no death penalty. That's the thing. Um, And and technically, if you're going to kill people, the more you kill, the longer you're going to spend on death row. Right. Because that just opens up your avenue of... uh, Appeals. You know, I'll appeal this case, then I'll appeal that one, then I'll appeal the one after that. And, and spend 46, 30, 46 years on death row. Like The reality is it's extremely scary. Yeah. There so, is no deterrent for, for serial killers anymore. None at all. All right. Well, that sounds like uh, I think we've reached in this week. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed this uh, tangent of time and visiting the Old West and the true serial killers of the area. Uh, We'll hope you'll uh, return for next week's episode right here in the 1086-108 podcast.